Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name's Kat, and today's episode is going to be about validation vampires. Uh, Before we get started, though, I want to give a quick update Um, for anyone that doesn't know. I am currently offering um, chat session services um, on my website for anybody who needs a chat, who needs some advice, who needs a perspective shift. Um, If you like my work, you like how my mind works, um, and you need just an objective point of view about something you're going through, then feel free to book with me. Um, To be clear, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a licensed professional or anything. I just... I'm very interested interested in these things, and I am an overthinker, and I think a lot about them, and I have a lot of ideas and insights, so hopefully they can help you if you're in need of that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the main update I want to give, um, but I've already been working with a few people, and it's been really enjoyable and really interesting and insightful for both of us. And yeah, I just want to help anybody else that really needs it, you know? I mean, if there's anything I'm going to spend my time doing, I I want it to be that. So um, yeah, if you like my podcast, if you like my videos, you want to work with me, um, get some advice and opinion, feel free to book with me. The link will be in the show notes, or you just go to my website and you'll see it on the main page. Um, But yeah, let's get into this. So validation vampires. I made a video about this, um, I think a couple of weeks ago, where... I talked briefly about the fact that some people will keep you around for validation, for that to 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 suck validation out of you, right? Like, hence the term validation vampires. I don't know, again, if this term has been coined already. I just, this is the most appropriate wording for what I'm envisioning in my mind because I've dealt with validation vampires before in different ways, sometimes in relationships, like romantic relationships, sometimes in friendships, sometimes with family members. And um, it's it's tough, and I just wanted to talk about it a bit and give you some perspective in case you're dealing with somebody like that, maybe what to do, how to approach it. Um, yeah, I think there's also like the term energy vampires, which obviously plays a part in this because people who keep you around for that specific reason to drain you of your energy also tend to want to do it for validation as well. So the two work hand in hand, but I, I want to talk specifically about validation. Um, and this goes towards people who tend to be people pleasers, right? So I think I think people like us, because I consider myself a people pleaser, I'm a healing people pleaser, but I'm still kind of there, right? Like that's my baseline. It's kind of what I always lean towards when I'm not really mindful or self-aware about things. But People like us tend to attract people who want and need validation, who want to be pleased, who want to get that hit of dopamine, right? And so we sometimes, sometimes we attract these people, but sometimes we also like gravitate towards them as well. Like we we sense in ourselves that these people are interested in that. They're asking for us to validate them. And it gives us a sense of purpose sometimes, right? Because again, if you're an inherent people pleaser, you find purpose in pleasing others, um, you know, whether you notice it or not. But when someone comes to you and they they want to come to you and ask for your validation and, oh, what do you think of this? And, you know, keeping you around for like hits of dopamine and, and boosts in, in their own self-worth and all that, it feels good to you because you're like, okay, yeah, I'm making this person feel better and that makes me feel good, right? And then therefore, if it's coming from like a people pleaser place, you know, it's making me feel good because I know that they like me and they want to stay around me. So if they're going to stay around me for that, then that's great. Like I, I want it to, you know, I want to keep them happy. I want to keep giving them this validation, right? Um, but when you're on this journey, 
of personal development, personal growth, self-awareness, you start noticing it more when you see it in people who hang around you for specifically that purpose because it is very draining and it's also very like, it feels very icky after a while when you know that you're there specifically to give them validation, whether that's in your presence, like whether it's with your appearance, you know, or with the words of affirmation you give them or just the fact that you like them gives them validation and so you feel like eager to show them that you like them sometimes, even if they're not reciprocating that. Um, and also with validation in terms of asking for your opinion all the time and like, do you think this is a good idea? Or like boasting about things and wanting you to be like, oh, that's so great, like amazing. And it's exhausting. And yeah, it's it's not fun. And sometimes those people will sneak up on you and you won't notice it until it's too late or like in a retrospect, you'll notice it. But I think the telltale signs of a validation vampire is somebody who tends to outsource their, um, well, they outsource their validation, but they're also like turning to you very often for certain things that you, you know, we can all offer that stuff to ourselves, but sometimes you don't because it's easier and more pleasurable to get it from other people, right? So they are outsourcing that validation to you because they know you're very willing to you to give it to them, right? And it is kind of manipulative and it's not good. Um, but they, again, they might not know they're doing it. And so that's why I want to give some perspective in case, you know, you could be a validation vampire or you've dealt with one or, you know, vice versa, whatever. You know, I think, again, we're all human, we're all fallible. We all go through these experiences together. Um, and, you know, the we shift on the spectrum all the time. So, yeah, so they are often going to outsource their validation to you. So whether that's, you know, asking for praise in certain ways, um, they have you there because they know you're going to praise them. You've been praising them because, again, you want to make them feel good. That's, I think, for romantic relationships primarily. Um, and then friendships that seek validation outside of themselves and they latch on to people that are willing to do that. Like, if you're a supportive friend and you find someone who's a validation vampire, they will hang on to you because they know you're supportive. And while they don't necessarily want your support, because support isn't always validating, right? Support can sometimes be, hey, you're doing something that I think is wrong. I'll support you through the process of not doing that anymore, right? And not to say that you you have to decide what's right or wrong for other people, but just like if your friend is going through something, being supportive doesn't always mean you know, affirming that what they're doing is right. You know, it's also saying like, hey, I think this is a little bit dangerous for you, toxic, whatever. I'll support you as you make the decision to leave this or or just change it or whatever, right? But sometimes the people that are just validation vampires don't want you to be like a supportive friend in that sense of the term, but supportive in the sense of always telling them they're right, always telling them like what they should do is what exactly what they want to hear, you know? And if you're still in the mindset of, people pleasing, not really aware of this, you might go along with that. And they might say something like, oh, like I'm doing this or what do you think of this? You know, even if it's coming off like, it's like feigning asking for your true opinion, what they really want is your validation to say, yes, oh, that's great, it's amazing, right? And that doesn't feel good to do when you're on this journey of self-awareness because you're realizing like, oh, this is fake. Like they're, they're asking me this because they want me to just validate what they're doing and not look at their own shit, basically, right? Like they know what they're doing is not necessarily right or whether they don't know it either. But, you know, it's like, it's hard to look at your own shit because it takes work, it takes effort, it takes having to um, to say like, hey, I'm wrong in this. Like, I, I'm making, a, like, I need to change, you know, that no one really wants that to be how they see themselves, especially if they're really rooted in their ego, you know? And people who are validation vampires 
obviously are rooted in their ego because they just want the validation because validation feels good. And, you know, I don't want to say there's anything wrong with validation. Of course, we all want to be validated. But when it comes at the expense of somebody else and they're sucking that validation out of somebody, that's not good, right? And so, yeah, so you might notice it in that sense where they're always coming to you for your, for your advice and they want to know what to do and da, da, da. But it's like they never take that advice. You know what I mean? Like, especially if you're giving like authentic advice, you know, say you're kind of breaking out of your people pleaser tendencies and you're like, okay, um, you know, I think maybe the best option for you based on this and with this awareness and all that is to do this. They might not want to hear that. You know, they might fight back a little bit, trying to redirect you to give them the validation of what they're doing is right. And, um, but to you, you might not feel that it feels good. And you shouldn't have to feel like you need to be doing that just to um, stay in that kind of relationship with a friend or a partner or whatever, right? And I think, again, it comes back to self-worth and understanding that you are worthy of being in authentic and aligned relationships and not having to, um, like, shill out your, your validation just to feel like you have a friend or you have a partner. You know what I mean? You're having to give out this validation, which, like, sometimes people, like, you want the people in your life when you do give them the validation, it's, you want it to be authentic, right? You don't want it to be in the sense of, um, okay, I'm giving it because I know, you know, I need to so that they feel good and that they stay in my life. Like that doesn't feel good. You know, it, it does kind of feel like you're being used. And and just like the idea of giving away something like that to somebody for this exchange, which like it isn't always bad to want that kind of exchange, right? If you're comfortable with giving your validation, knowing that they're going to just hang around because of it, then do that obviously do that. But I'm just talking about if it doesn't feel good for you and how to notice it and what to do in, in response to it, right? Because again, at the end of the day, it just comes down to what feels good and what feels right for you. And noticing that and like allowing yourself to lean into it. Um, but yeah, so okay, you've noticed in your friend, you've noticed in a partner, maybe your partner just kind of holds you around. They, they're not as intimate with you, maybe um, kind of rooted in avoidant tendencies. Avoiding people don't want the intimacy with somebody because it's very, um, there's a lot of pressure. It's very intense to be very intimate with somebody, particularly dismissive avoidance, right? So if you have a partner like that, you might notice, and this is from my own experience, truly. Um, I'm not like an expert or anything, but like this is what I've kind of gone through. But you might notice I'm pulling away because things are getting very intimate, which you kind of want in a relationship. You want intimacy, right? And connection. Um, they're pulling away because it's too intimate, but they're keeping you there right? They're keeping you around. They're still hanging out with you. They're still texting you. They're still whatever. And you're like, why? You know, why are they doing that? And one of those reasons might be because they like that you give them validation. They like that you like them, but they just don't want to return the intimacy and that energy because, you know, for dismissive avoidance specifically, they're, um, they have a lot of fear around intimacy because and vulnerability because opening yourself up can make you weak, can make you vulnerable and let you lead you to getting hurt, right? So, yeah, so instead of wanting to be intimate in re in return, they keep you around because maybe they want a little bit of validation throughout the day, you know? They want to know that somebody really, really likes them and they're going to compliment them and all that stuff, but they'll keep you at arm's length because, again, you know, validation is scary for them. So, yeah, okay, so those are the two scenarios I kind of wanted to bring up. Now, what do you do, right? You notice this happening, you notice, the like, it doesn't feel good, you don't want to maintain it or continue it or you want to communicate it to them. Um... Yeah, it comes down first to understand that, okay, I'm worthy of having people in my life that understand the value of my validation, right? It's not, I'm not just giving it out and uh, just to 
appease them because I feel like I need to have them in my life. Like I can't live without them. You can't live without them. You know, you existed before you met them. You'll exist after you meet them and you'll have a full life either way, you know? And sure, maybe they brought you something at, at a certain point in time, but you know, there's always a season and a reason for friendships and relationships and all that stuff. So you will survive. <laughs> you will survive without them. And so it's important to kind of get that in your head as you're in this experience because it can feel overwhelming to have to set a boundary like this with somebody who with like in all other senses like they're nice they're kind they're friendly you know they're not really doing anything bad but like you notice this this kind of like darkness around the validation aspect of things right so you've established your self-worth you know okay listen I got to say something now because you know it doesn't feel good I don't want to continue with this I can't keep doing this it doesn't feel right so it's important to understand that you know you've noticed that they're validation vampires you don't like it, it doesn't feel good for you and you want to bring it up be prepared to lose people because some people don't want somebody who's not going to you know give out that validation to them or who's not going to be there to you know quote unquote support them in the way that they think they want to be supported right even if it's not authentic they might not want that and if that's the kind of aligned authentic relationship you want to have with somebody it's not going to work right you you can't um like once those rose-colored glasses are off of like why the validation is being exchanged and what it means and all that, once you realize the truth about it, it you won't feel good going back into that kind of relationship again. Um, and so you have to be prepared to lose these people and be okay with it. And that's why, again, where it comes, the self-worth aspect comes into play again, right? Because it's like, if I'm going to um, express myself and tell them I don't like this, I got to be prepared to lose them and know that I'm going to be fine either way. I'm okay. I'm worthy of having good people in my life that I enjoy being around that I don't have to show up my validation just to keep them around. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I think for me, when it comes to that kind of stuff, sometimes you do want to do, um, you know, honesty is the best policy, right? You do want to, to do it in a way that is open, honest, straightforward so that people understand, right? However, you know, you can do that. If that's, it, that could work for you in that certain scenario. However, there are certain people that you know will not respond well to that and will not be open to to hearing that from somebody, right? So I think it's important to discern these the circumstances and understand, okay, which people can I actually bring this up with and it's going to be okay. And I can say, hey, look, like I'm noticing that I'm a bit more invested in this than you or like I'm giving you more... Um, support that you're giving me or whatever or the people that you know that if you were to do that they would freak out they would end things they would completely cut you off because it's hard to face that kind of stuff right and vice versa that's you in the opposite you know situation but I think it's important to to discern the two people and to pick your pick your battles basically right and I'm not one to say like you should ghost anybody because of course that's painful that's hard I think there should always be some sort of like um discussion or at least a like a closing argument in a sense like um but I also think it's important to not waste energy on the people that you know will not respond in the way you want them to right because that is in a sense them being a they become then a validation or sorry an energy vampire at that point right they know that you like even you giving them energy is validation in a sense right it shows that you care even if it's like negative energy it's like oh like I'm I'm such an important part in this person's life that they're even coming at me they're attacking me you know it, it still feeds that kind of beast in a sense and so I think it's important again to recognize what is productive in terms of expressing yourself to somebody and what is not and what's just going to be a waste of your energy and not going to lead to any sort of proper resolution or alignment or fixing that relationship or whatever 
So yeah, you know, recognize where, where you stand in the relationship in terms of, am I giving validation because they need that from me? That's why they're, they're keeping me around for it. And also be okay to lose them in when you want to start expressing yourself about the situation. And also know that sometimes you don't have to express yourself to that person. You can express yourself as like, hey, I think this this friendship might not be working or this relationship might not be working. Um, maybe give a, an explanation as to why specifically, but I think you'll know based on their reaction to that even, whether or not they're receptive to that kind of discussion. Um, so yeah, pick your battles with the people. And I think you'll know who will be open to that and who won't be. And even if you want to just try it out with a person that you think won't be open to it, give it a try and see what their response is. But you know, you'll notice soon enough whether or not they're open to to changing or fixing things. So yeah, I hope I hope this kind of makes sense. I feel like I, I was kind of bouncing between different ideas, but I wanted to talk about validation vampires. If you're experiencing with someone, if you're experiencing this with someone and you don't know why you're feeling this way and don't have like actual terminology to put to it, this could help, I think. Because when I realized it, um, well, when I was out of these relationships and I noticed that like, oh yeah, they were sucking me dry of validation so that they could feel good, right? And I was like, oh, that's that was my purpose in their life, you know? And that makes you, it hurts, obviously. It makes you feel shitty. Um, but once you do awaken to it and you're aware, you're like, oh, okay, now I know moving forward who are like good partners, good friends who won't potentially do that. Or if they do start doing that, you'll notice it earlier. So you won't get stuck in that cycle and you know, who to start separating yourself from. So yeah, I hope this was interesting. I hope it was informative. I hope it gave you some insight. And again, if you want to book a one-on-one, -on -one, you know, chat session with me to talk about these ideas and others, feel free to do that. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. And I'll be back again next week with another episode.